there. You are listening to the Love and Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Johnson, and I am on this earth to help you recover emotionally, physically, and spiritually from miscarriage. It's definitely my calling. It wasn't all that long ago that I too suffered three miscarriages of my own and six years of infertility. And I really know how painful and lonely the journey can be. Over those six years, I developed some really solid tools for releasing the emotional pain of loss and for truly healing from the inside out. And I'm here to share them all with you so that you can feel like yourself again. So if you've had a miscarriage or experienced the loss that infertility brings, because there is a loss there too, you are in the right place. And I'm so grateful that you're taking the first step toward healing by joining me today. Let's get started. For today's episode, I want to help you prepare for Mother's Day. Mother's Day and really the month of May in general is a really emotionally charged month for me. It was on Mother's Day in 2012 that my sister asked if I might be pregnant when I complained about feeling nauseous for the past couple of weeks. And sure enough, I was pregnant with my first baby. It wasn't planned, but my husband and I were overjoyed. A year later on Mother's Day, I was still grieving the miscarriage I had experienced at 11 weeks. The year after that, I was still struggling to get pregnant again. And another year later in 2015, I was in the midst of my third miscarriage on Mother's Day at the same time that my second baby was actually due. I didn't know what to do on Mother's Day in that first year. I had a baby in heaven. Should I celebrate him? Was I even allowed to acknowledge the day since I never became a mom? I felt this odd sense of being an imposter, yet I couldn't let go of the feeling that I was a mom, even if it was just for a little while. And I resented anyone who suggested that you only become a mom when you have a live child or if you've delivered a live child. Since that first challenging year and in the three years after, I developed a few ways to help me get through Mother's Day as a mom with only babies in heaven. I have three of them. So let me share with you my, I have six tips for getting through Mother's Day after a loss. And here's number one, nurture yourself. This is always where I begin. The first thing you need to do is take care of you. So first, give yourself permission to grieve on Mother's Day. Take that time to honor your feelings. And also do something that makes you feel good. So whatever that is for you, whether it's a warm bath, a luxurious afternoon nap, maybe it's losing yourself in a great book or listening to music you love, buying yourself some flowers, give yourself something. 
In case you need a little bit of help and you missed my last week's episode, I'm going to offer you the free meditation that I recorded for last week's episode. You can download it in the show notes of that episode at sherryjohnson.ca slash 12. It's a meditation that I recorded specifically for comforting and nurturing yourself. So that might be the one thing that you give yourself today or this week or this month or on Mother's Day is uh, 15 minutes to just get quiet and listen to that meditation. So that's number one, nurture yourself. Number two, stay away from social media. Normally, I don't actually suggest avoiding your triggers. A trigger is what points you in the direction of where you need to heal. So I usually suggest working on those triggers and I have a few episodes and I have lots coming up that will teach you how to do that, but it does take some work to heal from those triggers and on Mother's Day, you need to give yourself a break especially if you find that all the pictures of mothers with their children just make you green with envy or something worse, take a social media break. Grief is already a difficult emotion to manage. You don't need to add anger and jealousy or irritation to the mix. So just avoid going on social media for that day. And maybe even the day after until those Mother's Day photos just creep down your newsfeed. So that's number two, avoid social media. Number three, say no when you need to. So if you're expected to show up at a get together and you know you're going to be faking a smile but inwardly falling apart, don't go. It doesn't actually serve them or you. They're not going to get anything from your presence when you can't be present with them and enjoy the day. So don't go. I had to have somebody else tell me this. My sister told me this one time and I never realized that I could just say no. So I'm giving you permission to just say no when you need to unapologetically. Number four, use some essential oils. So this is something that I didn't believe or didn't even know about when I had my first miscarriage, but by my second and my third, I had discovered them and I discovered the, the healing and the comfort that they can bring. There's a reason why we bring flowers to hospitals and funerals. It's because the scent of them is, is actually opening up some space in your mind for healing and your heart. So my favorites for comfort and for self-love are the florals. I absolutely love neroli and jasmine, I think are my two absolute favorite oils of all time. And they happen to be the two that are the most amazing for comfort. Rose is beautiful. Bergamot is another one. Any of the florals um, will help you to just bring yourself some self-love and to comfort yourself. I'm actually going to link 
in the show notes to a little kit that's available from doTERRA right now. I ordered it last month when it was first released for as a Mother's Day promotion. And it's a little gift box of five floral oils. There's neroli, jasmine, rose, magnolia, and blue lotus, which I've never smelled before. And it is absolutely exquisite. It is so beautiful. So if that's something that you would like as a treat for yourself on this Mother's Day, I'll link to that in the show notes so you know where to find it. It's absolutely beautiful. So you can just apply essential oils from wherever you 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 get them. Um, maybe you have some at home already. Apply them topically a couple of drops over your heart center or on your pulse points and just breathe in those beautiful scents and allow them to wash over you. So that's number four. Use your essential oils. Number five, forgive. This is probably going to be the hardest one that I suggest, the hardest thing to do on Mother's Day, but it will set you free. So there are going to be people in your life who don't know the best thing to say or do on Mother's Day and maybe on other other days too. My mom, to give you an example, my mom and my sister each gave me a gift on that first Mother's Day in 2013, a year after my first miscarriage. And I was so touched that they, that they think of me and that they would honor the mother that I was. But I also know someone else, someone who's, who's close to me, whose mother-in-law did the same thing and it didn't land in the same way. It actually made her angry. So what I recommend, everyone is going to react to something in a different way. Everyone reacts to words in a different way. Everyone reacts to gifts, whatever, whatever it is that your family or your friends try to do for you or say to you, they don't know how it's going to land and they, it might've landed really well with one person. And so they're trying it again and it's different for you. So what I recommend is that you look for the intention behind what they say and do. They aren't sure how you're going to react, but what they're trying to do is ease your pain. So know that they are trying their best based on what they were taught. They're trying their best to console you. And that may or may not be aligned with what you need. And if it's not, forgive them for that. It's going to allow you so much more freedom to just let that go. Forgive them, have compassion because they are trying so hard to, to ease your pain and might not be able to do that. And that's, that's also painful for them. So that's number five, forgive your loved ones. And number six, celebrate the mother that you are. So I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like we've been taught that Mother's Day is about thanking our moms for all that they do. And to me, it's about gratitude and appreciation for the mom that you are, not what you do. And you, my friend, are a mother. Even if your baby is not with you here on earth, you were a mother to that child while it grew in your womb. 
you nourished, protected, you cared for him or her, and you loved and probably still love that baby with every fiber of your being. And that is being a mother. So you are a mother and celebrate, celebrate that. Celebrate the the loving mother that you truly are. So those are my six tips for, for Mother's Day. Let me just recap those before we wrap up. Number one, nurture yourself. Find something that you love to do, something that's going to comfort you. And if you're struggling to find that one thing, you are welcome to try my free meditation, which you can download on my website in the show notes for last week's episode. It was episode 12 and you can download it at sherryjohnson.ca slash 12. Number two, take a social media break, especially if that's a trigger for you. Number three, say no to commitments that might not serve you. And remember that if you're there pretending to smile, you're not present and that's not serving the people that you're there with either. So you're not serving yourself or them by being there trying to pretend that you're okay. So just say no. Number four, use your essential oils. And once again, I'll link in the show notes to the beautiful floral kit that I absolutely love from doTERRA. So you know where to buy that or just use what you have at home. If you have some florals, there is fine too. Number five, forgive your loved ones. This one's going to be hard as I mentioned, but find it in yourself to, to let yourself be free. And number six, celebrate the mother that you are. So the bottom line is it's okay to do what's right for you on Mother's Day. Do what's going to make you feel good and make you feel like you're honoring the memory of your baby and do it unapologetically. I'm giving you permission to do that myself. Next week, I'll be back with another episode. It's kind of a part two to the story of my first miscarriage that I told in episode 11. I'll link to that in the show notes in case you missed it. So I've had three miscarriages and I told the story of my first one in episode 11. This time next week, I'll be sharing the story of my second miscarriage and what I learned from that one. Each of my three brought me a whole new set of lessons and a different kind of healing. And I want to share that with you. Before you head out, I would be forever grateful if you left me a review on iTunes as that's going to help other women who are suffering from miscarriage or infertility to find this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode for you. In the meantime, make it a week of nurturing and healing for yourself. Bye for now.